<laughs> Hello, family. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for another CPR experience where conflict produces resolution. Yes. Guys, we thank you so much for joining us. Uh, whatever you're doing, cooking, cleaning, walking, talking. Always cooking. Like, you got to eat. I know, but it's always that first. I'm not, you call it, what you trying to say? Send the people fat that listen? Uh, no, I'm just saying. Every, you know, listen, I don't have a problem with you mentioning cooking first. I love food. If we say crab, but you, you could no say, you could say, you no, could say Uber Eatsin. Uh, well, or, exactly. Or door dashing. Or meditating. I don't meditating, know. Meditating, door dashing. Oh, okay, we're not talking about food? Okay. okay. No, I'm just saying meditating. how you always go to cooking first. It's just hilarious. If, we, if we're talking about crab legs, you'll be a different story. It would be. Mm. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> I can tell. We can talk about that, that for an hour. All right, what about just say whatever you're doing, ING, whatever yes. you're doing. doing. We thank you guys. <laughs> we thank you guys for joining us. Yes. We pray that uh, what you hear encourages you, that it pumps life into you. Uh, pumps passion, uh, zeal, love, hope, whatever you need. I'm praying that and it challenges uh, you in some of the things yes. that you believe or you maybe think, and other people think other people may think opposite, mm-hmm. and you're afraid to talk about it. Yep. So you know we confront in those things. We talk about and it. We hope to resolve them. Let's talk about it. And that's mm. what this is about: resolution. Yes. So today's topic. <laughs> all right. A lot of us have said in the past that we want things from God, we want change, we want better, we want success, we want financial stability, we want romance, what a lot of different want? things. What else we want? We want a relationship. Mm-hmm. I was about to say money, but I think he hit that. We want success. Yeah. We want, we want to know our purpose. Yeah, and patience. so we, we want, you know, we want a lot. We do. Yeah, um, we do. We do. But how much room have we sacrificed in our lives to get these things? What do you mean, room? Uh, <laughs> what sacrifice have you placed in your life for these things to happen? One of the things that... You mean like fasting? Because I could stop red meat, like, real quick. That wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> what do you mean? No, like, well, spiritually, spirit, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, mature-wise. I, I could go on a fast. Um, like, no, nah, because we can... That's hard for me. Because we can want a whole bunch of stuff. We can hope we can want a bunch of money, but have we learned how to save and mm-hmm. to budget properly? We can want a relationship, uh, but have we kind of cut things off that are toxic about ourselves? I'm we can want remove the. Yeah, oh, I thought toxic. you were gonna say toxic about other people, but you said ourselves. No, because people, both. People, Oops. People, people be bringing that toxicness to the to- toxicity to the relationship yeah. at the table. They are like, here, I'm toxic, and are you gonna deal with me? <laughs> uh, no. It's like you know what? Them? There's toxicity in this relationship, so I want you to leave. But they don't realize they're the ones that spread it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're the toxic one, right? Exactly. And I'm about to say, usually toxic people don't ask you to leave. They they're going bring it they want to put it all up in your your house your mess your life all of that all of it and like i said we can say god give me give me give me give me give me give me got shot yeah exactly (laughs) give me got shot give me got stoned wait wait was the rest of that story something like give me got shot and sorry what and sorry, because oh, I, I, I remember when people say, "I'm past sorry. our age grade." Yeah, oh, I'm saying. Well, okay. In my other mom, words, you know, I said my mom said <laughs> from the older generation. <laughs> it was kind of like sorry, got shot, and gimme left, or something like that. For you know, real? because people say I'm sorry, but they don't mean it, and they don't put any action behind it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, who's 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 this dude? Sorry, and yeah. why is he talking right now? <laughs> you know what? It's like, what did get? What did sorry do? Is sorry going to change anything? Exactly. Right. Birth somebody, somebody, from pain and aggravation. Yeah. Somebody yeah. had once told me they're like, "Don't say you sorry. Are you a sorry person? Say I apologize." So I tried to stop saying I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm not sorry. Well, see, I'm not of that belief. Why? Because it drives me crazy when people owe you an apology. They know daggone well they did something wrong to you. They know they're wrong and they won't say I'm sorry. Instead, no, they I say I apologize. I apologize. You know what? I apologize is about ego. Okay? It's about ego. If your ego is such that you won't even say that I'm sorry. I'm, listen, I'm too big to, to be sorry. I'm just going to say I apologize and you need to accept I, that I guess as good depends. enough. I guess it depends now, on the fault. No, I don't believe in that whole I apologize thing. So if I trip, and if if I trip over your foot, I got to call myself sorry? Like, yeah. Oh, no, no, but see, that's the thing. I think that people have... have, have 
brainwashed us or got us into the the thought that saying sorry means I'm saying I'm a sorry individual. I say I'm weak. I say I'm low. I say that you're better than me. No. But you know what? If you truly are, if you truly are contrite in a situation Mm -hmm. and you want to offer your true, sincere apology for something, then your ego has to be wiped out of the situation. And all this, I refuse to say I'm sorry. I'm going to tell you I owe you an apology. (laughs) You know, I'm not of that. Sorry, Grandma. (laughs) And so for a person to... Sorry is wrong and sorry. Sorry. (laughs) So for a person to refuse... So a person to refuse to say I'm sorry because they too big for that, they're just going to say I apologize. That's all about ego. No, so I, you know, I, you, you're totally correct about that. I think that with, in regards of um, this growth that, like I said, that we desire and that we want, you know, you mentioned the ego, you mean, it's like the lack of maturity um, to really embrace what God has for us, you know, making room, making space. Um, and we won't be successful with receiving anything because we have no place to put it. You know, it's like, it's, it's sort of like how people, I was watching this thing on a Netflix. It talks about, um, it's these two guys. Did you say the Netflix? I said Netflix. Okay. <laughs> I said Netflix. It's Not these two like, guys, like right? Like Facebook. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it's really deep though, right? It, it's, it's these two guys on Netflix and they talk about the power of less, right? And so they talk about how they, um, their homes, they used to have a bunch of clutter, a bunch of stuff, a bunch of mess. Mm-hmm. And what they did was they had a packing party. Mm. So they, they went they went to each other's houses. They put everything in boxes. And they said for the next two weeks or a week, if you have not unpacked these boxes, you don't really need it. You don't need the stuff that's in them. The stuff that's in them. If you don't have to dig in them and get something out, then you don't need it. Exactly. Okay. Dang, so okay. that box in my room, I need to... Okay. Yeah, yeah, and so he was he was saying that sometimes and, and uh, there was one lady who was a compulsive spender because she had it right. She spent it, you know. Amazon, I got fifty extra dollars. Let me get this. Let me get that. Let me get that. And she necessarily didn't need it. Didn't even have space for it. But she just her emotions because she had it because she felt that she can handle it because she felt that she really 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 needed it. She made a compulsive decision. Mm-hmm. And she bought something that really she didn't really use. It collected dust. <laughs> it wound up being something that just sat around her house. Mm-hmm. And so because she had that kind of a dialogue with herself, she was like, what am I doing? You know, old pictures, old things. You know, one of the guys, his mother passed away. Mm-hmm. And when he went to the house, he checked under her bed. And it was all of his schoolwork from like the fourth and fifth grade after she passed. And because he was on this journey of kind of making things less. Minimizing. Minimizing it. Right. He went to the house. He gave all some of the stuff away to Goodwill and donated a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. The only thing he kept was a few few pictures and uh, like a, a table dolly or something weird. Because he said his morale was, I I, I understand. She kept this because she was proud of him, but he has the memories in here. You know, he kind of matured his process through grieving and missing her uh, because he internalized all of it. So he had made room. He has room in his life um, to take those things that his mother left, but not all of them because he gave them to everybody else. And sometimes, man, we, we want this. We make emotional grabs at things mm-hmm. you know relationships or money Very true. really relationships we um, have emotional grabs at, at money as well we do oh yeah we yeah. do we definitely make emotional spends and um purchases <laughs> <laughs> we do they feel good yeah and then when you actually need the, the finances or you need uh let, let's say the the the, the emotional the thoughts because you spent it in something that you really didn't need already, mm-hmm. you know that became a burden. That became just an empty, uh, uh, occupied space that really had no value. Mm-hmm. You know, we keep wanting more and more and more and more stuff. I think I prayed a while back on our on, on our prayer line that we keep asking God for new stuff, and He's asking, "What have you done with the stuff I've given you already?" Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, God, this, I give me this, give me this. You got to unopen exactly piece of grace. 
or an open piece of uh, peace mm-hmm. or an open second chance, I left you over there. Wow. And what? how can I trust you with new stuff if you haven't really opened and really fully fully utilized what I've given you before? Yeah. Well, that's that's where gratefulness will come in. Well, yeah. I mean, you have to be grateful for the things you currently have. Yeah. Because I realized too, you know, the more grateful that I've I've become, the less I've asked. Wow. You know, mm. like there's not when I pray now, I'm usually now praying for other people because I feel like God has given me much of what I need. Mm. You know what I mean? So he he's given me jobs in which I can obtain the money. Yeah. So if I need extra time or whatever, I can grab that. Of course, you know, sometimes you don't want to work that hard, but you know, he's like, look, I'm right. giving you the means. Yeah. And now I you already talking gave about you the me strength. like that. Ain't nobody asked you to talk about <laughs> me. No, I'm not. But you know, I gave you the strength and I gave you the job. So now you put it to work so you can make it work for you. Yeah. You know, so it's like, how can I, what, what, now what should I, I have to ask for something. I'm, I'm grateful for our, you know, my life, my health. You know what I mean? So it's like, what, what more should I be asking for if I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy, Nothing, you know? Yeah. So, well, well, that's that. The, the gentleman on Netflix, he really touched on um, really imbalance, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Having the courage to kind of label things that are worth my time versus not worth my time. Mm-hmm. Things that I can't internal, internalize, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, that, are, that, are, that I don't really need in my hands, but I have it in my mind, I have mm-hmm. it in my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of different things that has to have to go you know he, he talks about the strength of really perfecting balance and making space yeah um we have a lot of issues with that in regards of balance yeah <laughs> i think that's like a major problem in this world honestly yeah it's it's the lack of balance yeah honestly you know um when god blesses us one thing he does and i i, I said often man is that he doesn't give us anything that takes the attention off of him. But we're just so into what he blessed us with. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we we, we fall for that. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we yeah. fall, we fall for that. You know, uh, I was telling you the story about when my mother bought us the Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> Sega. <laughs> yeah, she Sega. bought us. Sega is my personal nemesis, but we're going to talk about that. Okay, go Genesis ahead. nemesis. Um, <laughs> you know, she bought out of love. She bought it, you know, because I was doing well. You know, she bought it. But then after I got it, you know, I played so much of it and was blocking everything out of, you know, the, the responsibility, the whatever, you know, the stuff I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. I put it to the back burner because I was so focused on the video game, mm-hmm. right? The entertainment, <laughs> uh, the enjoyment. And um, some of us, you know, we, we've probably been a tell into that even in relationships, you know, um, We've had people that we was cool with. They loved us. Mm-hmm. You know, we gifted them with our presence. Mm-hmm. You know, we gifted them with Man our time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we gifted them with conversation. We gifted them with our shoulder when they needed it to cry on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the moment they got a, they got a gift or something that was a was a something that made them smile outside of just us. It was like, man, I don't really need you like that no more. You get, you know, you you good. You know what I mean? I will spend all my attention on what I felt gave me some type of in- some entertainment and some pleasure. Mm-hmm. But I neglect the stuff and the responsibility of the people and the things that I had before this new person, this new walk, this new thing has come. Came. Exactly. And um, and because there's a lack of that. You know, in regards of um, a balance or appreciating the people that that you was connected with before you got this quote unquote Sega Genesis, mm-hmm. you know, um, then you kind of burn those bridges a little bit. You said that real, real sweet and real cute. Okay, <laughs> I wasn't but, supposed to say. It. I mean, you you said yeah, that. I was very, nice, very sweet. Emotionally, I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, exactly. Cutting you off because <laughs> you want to sit here and put all that love into that one person, like. I ain't gonna be here when that relationship could possibly be over, especially when we already talked about it in the beginning. 
So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm done. <laughs> you will not continue. continue but they love me. Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. They love the game. But it sounds to me... But why can't I... You can't share some of your love with everything. You understand? Balance that love out. You understand? It's going to be more than one thing that you love. So you're going to have to figure out how to love all these things at once. Or you're going to have to nah, let... Man, Sonic the Hedgehog the is too fun, me. man. Listen, Sonic the Hedgehog is too well, fun. How about this? My life about to be fun without you. Because <laughs> uh, uh, I'm moving right along. <laughs> you know, and... That is not nice. And when you do... And then... And look at that. Like, you, you now you have to make a decision. A person has to make a decision because of the lack of balance. Mm-hmm. Right? Between this thing that I now have versus the friends or the people I've always had. You mean the people who held me down? Yeah. And held me up? Yeah, that sounds like And made sure that I would be okay. And make sure that, you know, I didn't fall into a pit and, yeah. you know, tried to uplift my spirits and came around and made sure everything was okay. That's what you're actually talking about. You're making it sound really cute. <laughs> and you have this, you have this nice little, you, you know, <laughs> Jesus likes to tell parables. And you're sitting up here talking about some metaphor. The fact is, there are people that will come and hold you down and uplift you mm-hmm. and make sure you don't fall into a pit. Mm-hmm. And they will make sure that you're okay. They will call you daily. They'll come and bring you soup. They will do all these things and uplift you. <laughs> and they it? Yes, they'll come and bring you soup. Uh, you like soup is good. Okay. Yeah, I'm soup not a is, soup person. Soup is yeah. delicious. Soup is amazing. <laughs> so, but it's comfort food. People that will come and bring you comfort. Yeah, you know, in the times when you can't seem to find it within yourself. Yeah, they will come and they bring it, and they'll make sure that you have it because they know that comfort is what we need to yep. hold us down to keep yep. us together. They will be there, and then as soon as you find something else outside of you. Yeah, you're ready to leave them. Yeah, done. Built, built then your you're ready to move up. on. Yeah. Built your comfort up just so you could just be like, yeah, all right. I forgot that you did that. I'm gonna give all this this love to to, to something else or mm-hmm. someone else. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whoa. So we just gonna forget? Like, okay. So I sacrificed my time. So you can't sacrifice anything for me. Mm-hmm. You can't even sacrifice a little piece of love of the the love that you're giving. If you and and that trips me out because it's just like, yo. You're, you're wanting something that you know may not even be good for you in your life, but you can't even give me an ounce of that, like in a little piece, and that that trips my mind. And I don't well, know. Well, you know, and, and and you and you guys know this. There's there's this real battle, I like to say, with what's new versus what's necessary, and people can't manage the two. So the new, the new that comes in. It's all shiny and golden. Yeah, it's like, and the same thing with the Genesis. I needed to take care of my responsibilities. I needed to do that. But this new thing I had took up all my time. No, no, no. Took up all your time? No. No, no, because that's that's like you don't have control. You allowed it to. Well, you chose. Yes, you you chose that. You chose to spend your time with this new thing. Well, what, what that's what I'm saying. You can sacrifice a little bit of sleep and then make a little bit uh, a little extra time in your day. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. To, you you could you could figure it out. And that's what I'm saying. I, I literally was on this game all day and all night. Seriously, all so day. No butt whoopings. No, all day until it was time to do something. Till it was time for school. Till it was time to clean up. Till it was time for church. I'm on this game all day and all night. Oh, well, you still got your response. See, you still and my mom literally had to drag me off the game. Oh, You're playing the game too much. No balance. No balance. balance. So the stuff that was necessary, I needed to clean up. I needed to get ready for school. I needed to study. I needed to focus. All the different things I needed to do as a kid. I didn't because this I couldn't manage the, the distraction. The distraction of the you new thing. manage the distraction. And that's, wow. Simple. That's what it is. And we talk about making room, right? Space, mm-hmm. schedule, time. Then my mother had to put me on punishment, right? And regulated me to half an hour to play the game. Wait a minute. She put you on punishment and still let you play for half yeah. an hour? She, a she, day? Yeah, Not a because week. Not a week. A half an hour a day? No, she would give me, you know, it was a schedule. Oh, wasn't she generous? Yeah, I was yeah. nice. It was a, it's a schedule, you know. She said you could play it at this time. It wasn't like a pun. I wasn't like a failing or anything. But she said that because I was spending so much time on this game and neglecting everything else that's important. She mm-hmm. had to try to teach you some balance. She had to regulate. <laughs> that was a great, great mitigation. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's what it a was. a good job. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of parents because she didn't, she didn't. Well, no, a lot of parents completely take it away. 
Whereas what she did is she tried to give you the skills to properly allocate your time. Mm -hmm. Yes. So that you know this is for this is for what has to be done. This is for the necessities, and then you can schedule in some playtime. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was that was good, and that was genius. Yeah. Because those are the things that a lot of us as adults don't have skills at doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we're, we're not we're not good at actually allocating our time and deciding, you know what? I really like watching Netflix and I, and I want to make sure I watch this show, but I'm going to only give myself this amount this amount of time because I've this and this and this that needs to be done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It teaches self-discipline and self-control. Time management? Yes. Yeah. Um it also teaches you appreciate you appreciate. Mhm. Mm the stuff that you have to do and the things you have. It really exactly. does. Exactly. Because you give, you give somebody a mile, <laughs> what they going to take freaking a whole football field. <laughs> but, you, but you know what? But here's the thing. You, you just mentioned that, you know, you, you had a friend that mm -hmm. they didn't show appreciation to you because there was no time set up to talk to you now because the new thing was there. Mm -hmm. There was no good time management. There was not. And so the things that were neglected felt unappreciated. And you were like, I'm done with you. I, I ain't messing with you no more. For real. Right? You hurt like, me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're talking about time management, but what about, I don't know a better way to say it, but what about heart management? Wow. Wow. What about saying, you know what? I can't give all of myself and all of my heart, all of my effort mm -hmm. to this one thing when I have so many other things that are important. Wow. Because a lot of people don't properly manage their their passion yes or That's properly true. manage their concerns or their, their their effort yeah or their heart yeah they don't yeah we don't i'm gonna say we yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah did you, you see know? that movie soul that's pretty much that's kind of what it's about <laughs> is it it is well, appreciating it. the, the things that you have in front of yes. you making the best of that because he, he swore he had this one passion and he was so driven but he was neglecting everything life. else everything he couldn't else. appreciate nothing else because mm -hmm. he just this one passion mm -hmm. he said forget life I just need to do this. Mind you, he never did. He ended up never doing it, but it was always his dream. <laughs> he still never did it. So you focus to the point where he realized he looked up, his life was gone. That's it. He don't even have time for the passion. And when you, and that movie, it, it was so I'm just going to say it, listen, because I don't have Disney Plus, because y'all go ahead. Right? <laughs> hey, you got to watch it. What? But, 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 if but you as, need it, I got you. I can give you the login. But as, but as, as we mentioned, like you said, like, really appreciating what you have in front of you. Yes, so important. You, know, you have to, and what you said, you have to allocate time for your heart, for certain things that are that, that are you say to you. that is important to you. Yep. Um, you know, because when you when you're just so overly selfless, when you're giving yourself to everybody else mm -hmm. and not giving yourself time. AKA self-care, you know my that's my the key word of all of that is self. Mm -hmm. You will be no good to yep. anybody else, to yourself, to anybody. Because you empty trying to pour into other yeah, people. Because you poured out to 80 people. And then, pour, and then, no, and then regret, I just, and then that's the one thing. And then feel bad about pouring into yourself. <laughs> so how are you going to keep working hard and just loving people and being there for them and then doing all of this and yet you feel bad for pouring into yourself? And, and I think, I, I think the, the struggle is I, I failed as a pastor because I've always given the presentation. Ah, first of all, you, first of all, you, let me tell re, you why. No, rephrase, rephrase, rephrase. <clears throat> on this one, on this one point. Okay, I'm listening, but I'm I don't concur. When I mention when I mention pouring, mm -hmm. right? I I I I'll too often give the analogy of a cup. Mm -hmm. Too often, like I I I do. Um, should it be a bowl? No, it, it should be a tree. Okay. Because a cup, the per the purpose of, of course, a cup or anything else, is always for something to be consumed, mm -hmm. right? A so cup to a, drink from it. To drink from mm -hmm. a cup could be a decorative thing too. You could put a nice cup on your table. You could put a bowl on your table. A tree, people can feed off of you, but you also need to be poured into mm -hmm. in order to be able to feed other people. Mm -hmm. Because if you're neglected, if the rain is neglected, the rain and, and, and you being tended to is neglected. If there's a drought. If there's a drought, mm -hmm. then you die. Mm -hmm. Right? If there's no growth. Yeah, well, that's true. You, you get what I'm saying? So we're, we're, we're talking about the fruits of the spirit. We're, we're fruit trees. But if we're not properly taken care or being tended to, 
and sewing and yeah. You know what I mean? Like a, a cup could just all right, a cup could just be a cup. Yep. It doesn't fall apart. It might collect dust, but it's still gonna be a cup. <laughs> you know. Right. It doesn't need anything to maintain its. Uh, it, it doesn't. You don't discard a cup unless you drop it or break it. Unless it's broken, right? You right. whatever. I get rid of it. Uh-huh. I got cups in my cupboard, man. It's just been there for. Uh, right. You ever had them old Batman cups from McDonald's that been there for? But they just sat there. until until it's visibly cracked. Yeah. You don't see any need to tend to it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Got it. So that's why I said I give the analogy of a tree versus a cup or pitcher because pouring is very important to that tree. Mm -hmm. It's important. And if you don't, if you're not poured into, then you die. If people continue to just take fruit from you Mm -hmm. constantly and there is nothing being poured into you, Mm -hmm. what what, what good are you? You know, you shrivel Mm -hmm. up, you die. Mm -hmm. And in certain instances, you know, my sister had a tree that was, was... been growing the leaves or nothing. It was just a. It was there. It was dead. It was present. It was in a position. It was just existing. But it wasn't doing. It was. It wasn't to living. Do. Definitely so wasn't living. So all year round, it was a naked tree. <laughs> no leaves. It always looked like it was winter. Mm. And so the state said, "You got to cut it down. You got to get rid of it because it, it's dead. It's a waste of space." <laughs> and so that's what I meant in regards of the analogy of being poured into. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not really a person being a cup or a bowl, something that doesn't require disposal if it's not being poured into. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're, we're living beings. You know? I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're I people. Like that. You know? Because honestly, if, if you're not, if, if the tree doesn't get watered and if it's not poured into and if it's not tended to, then, you know, people expect to, to continue to come and, and pick of it and take of it mm-hmm. and get what they need from it. Yeah. But it never gets replenished at all. It's, and then at some point it begins to wither. Yeah. If it's not, you know, properly nourished and, and poured into intended to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. This one might hit close to home. Though. Okay, past the tree. Mm-hmm. Word up. <laughs> Peach tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one might hit close to home. We talk about making room mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but there are some instances where we making room for what how do we talk about making room we were talking about in regards of the things that we want from God do we have room for them mm. in our lives have we made room that's true that's, okay yeah. All right. but there are certain instances where we have spiritually made ourselves storage hmm? <laughs> what I mean is I've seen so many people that God give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me the degree, give me this, give me that, give me this, give me that. And all it did was build their resume, but they did not effectively use what was given to them. Mm-hmm. And so you have the intelligence, you have the cachet, you have the experience, you have all these different things, but you have not properly utilized or made yourself a master of one. And as a result, you've made yourself kind of miserable because you have all these, I did this, I went to school for this, I have experience in this, I met this, I did that. And all I did was just take all these gifts and all these different things. I read my scriptures, I testify, uh, I minister, I pray, I do all these things. Okay, And I have not effectively utilized it. So you went to school, got you the master's degree, mm-hmm. right? For psychology, counseling, social work, social work. I'm sorry, That's social work. Mm-hmm. I'm, sorry, I'm We don't know the difference. I'm just saying, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you went. Different. But you went. I just know you right? got a master's in talking to people and making them feel better. <laughs> but you went. You funny. You went. You saying. went to school. You went to school. Right? Uh-huh. Went through the whole wear and tear, the debt, everything. Ooh, child. Right? <laughs> you got all this stuff and you work at McDonald's. I mean, is the market bad? No, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, could you make it checkers? I mean, checkers got some good food. Checkers are good She can at least have good. Yeah, yeah, you got you know, good okay. food. You know, okay. Wow, Lisa could at least work I mean, at the a tater restaurant. T- the tater tots. <laughs> Tater tots. First of all, I'm just saying. Honestly, I ain't working at. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Not that. Maybe I'm just obsessed fish. with tater tots. I'm sorry. Bonefish I know a lot of people that have made themselves. Uh, they built their resumes up, mm-hmm. yeah, but have not presented themselves to actually utilize what's been given to them. Mm-hmm. 
So it's literally storage. You've hoarded the stuff that God has given you mm-hmm. and you don't utilize it. You're tucking it for a time. Yeah, you like you have not, you, never not, you haven't took one thing, right? We want to have a bunch of stuff. You know, we want to be the, the, the octopus, yep. right? But we haven't even made ourselves a master of the one thing. And we exactly. keep on wanting all this stuff. Come on, come on, come on. And your temple looks like a storage unit. Yeah. Because you got all this stuff. What you doing with it? Exactly. I feel attacked. Really? <laughs> well, I said it might head close to home. No, yeah. I mean, but <laughs> but some people might. Some people might. Yeah. Yeah, because we recognize ourselves in these in, in these messages. Absolutely. Yeah. Because like me, I've seen that in me a lot, you know. And now I'm starting to kind of express some of the things that I have inside of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't made. I haven't put time into things like. I can draw, I can do all these different things. In the right place. Right? And if you notice, I'm seasonal. Right? One couple years, I might do a play. Mm-hmm. Then one month, I might just start drawing again. Right? Mm-hmm. Then another after that, I might just start doing t-shirts. Right? Then after that, I might just start baking. Mm-hmm. Then after that, I might just start pre- like, wanting to pre- Always pre- preaching. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Always preaching. But I haven't really sat down and said, let me continue to do this daily. Mm-hmm. Right? I want all these gifts and talents and all these things like that. And I haven't really took the time to really make myself a master of it. Mm-hmm. Have you? Is that true? Yes. Okay. And it drives me crazy. Okay. Because I want to do that. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. I want to do that. And then I do it for a little bit. Stop. Nah, let me go over here and do this one. Uh, and so I'm like, I'm like. Well, I mean, I think you're trying to balance out all your um, talents, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the time that you have. Mm-hmm. Well, no. Well, I, I, yeah, I do. It depends on how you look at it. But to effectively to effectively utilize them, I have to actually put the time in. Mm-hmm. And I jumped to so many different things, but I have not really took time to nurture I got you. that one thing. And I'm, I feel like a storage unit because I got all these different boxes I got to go into. <laughs> one day I'm going to go here. All right, four or five years and now I'm going to go in there and get some shorts out of this one. Matter of fact, let me just keep this box here and just keep stashing up all this different stuff. I understand what you're saying. You know, that- I understand what you're saying because I often say that, you know, a lot of things that I have involved myself in throughout my life and gotten uh, studies in or uh, practice in or some kind of training, yeah. I feel like I'm a master of a whole I mean, I'm sorry. I'm a jack of a whole bunch of different trades and not necessarily a master of any of them. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I am a literacy, you know, volunteer Mm -hmm. and I am an EMT or I was an EMT and I um, work with, I'm a mentor and and I work uh, to combat homelessness and I do all these other things. And whereas um, I understand how you feel that. Playing like Twister. Like you one over here, leg over there, arm over here. And you're trying to manage all of it. Mm -hmm. And it's, you feel in a sense, if you don't, if you're not doing something or touching on something, you like, I feel miserable. I feel like a failure. Like that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Like if I ne- like I feel bad neglecting drawing. And that's, you know, because I want to play Twister, even though I got 19 other things I gotta manage. Mm-hmm. And I drive myself crazy. And I feel like a I feel like damn I'm failing. Let me make sure my daughter does it though. You draw. You do what I can. What but I, I mean, do. I mean, but when you have multiple talents, right? What does that look like of you uh, committing? Because, like, I guess it depends on what you feel like it's supposed to look like. If you feel like you're managing it, like like you said, you do a little here, here, and here. You're utilizing every talent that God has given you. Yeah. Yes, you are. And you're spreading yeah. it around. Maybe you feel like it's supposed to look like I have to do every one of those things every day. You don't. Yeah. If that works for you and mm-hmm. you touch a little bit every month or let's just say... You're doing, you're utilizing every talent and that's fine. I think that's great. And what you also have to realize is that, you know what, you're blessed in that some people only have one, one talent. Mm-hmm. You have multiple. Yeah. Some people only have one. Yeah. So when they figure it out, they're like, oh, I'm going to run gung ho after this one thing. Yeah. And, but you found out that you have four. Yeah. Or eight you know? ten. Yeah. So it's like. It's, it's, it's not that you're not properly utilizing your talents. You have to find the right way to have all of them, you know, to be able to utilize all of them and still all toward a whole purpose and mission that you have. Yeah. And you may able to be able to utilize one to all of them in that, in, within that mission. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm, I had to realize that, you know, some people only are able to um, 
they go after one thing because they find out after a certain amount of time that they're only that they're good at this one thing. Mm-hmm. And I realize I might be better than average at a few things. Yeah, that, that's okay. Yeah, and so um, going um, seeking after each one of them. You know, it, it's it's not a bad thing. We have to stop, you know, beating ourselves up yes. mm-hmm. for yeah. for cha- for for following after one for no for for utilizing one talent and then utilizing another and another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the trick is to be able to utilize them. You know, to make them to make it all come together. That's exactly in what one I'm about mission. To say. Because it's like when when if God put all these talents in one place, yeah, there has to be some way to utilize them. All together. Yeah. That's how I feel. Okay. We haven't just coming up. We just haven't come up with it. Yeah. That's yeah, exactly. And, I mean, but you know what? It, it all. It, it, I think it too matters when you real. I think you start from the purpose too. When you yeah. when you real because yeah. now I'm. I was thinking like, okay, so I feel like my purpose is to help people, right? Help people means that's so, many so things. broad. Yeah, it's so, it's broad. so broad. But but that that's awesome though because now I don't have to say I'm only going to help people with therapy. Yeah. I'm only going to help people Not with narrowing your gap, but, uh, maybe yeah. feeding um, the homeless. Mm-hmm. I'm only going to help people through my job. Mm-hmm. You know, I can actually do all of these tasks, mm-hmm. but it still falls under the umbrella of helping people. And yeah. guess what? I'm fulfilled. Yeah. What if I said, Pastor, that your talent is storytelling? Yeah. What if I said that? Because well, communicating story, because yeah. because communicating, yeah. storytelling, communicating, and communication because that is not, preaching, mm-hmm. and that is draw, and that is drawing and yep. depicting things on paper, mm-hmm. and it also is um, theater. It's creating stories and depicting things on stage. Yeah. It's 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 telling stories and communicating with people. Yep. You have a gift. I'm, listen, you have a gift of communicating in the way that that has. Just saying things in a way that's never been told. Mm-hmm. And saying it in a way that gets through to people in a way that's never penetrated in a, exactly. in, from others. Yeah. And so the cute you, stuff, right? You can no, I'm no, I'm serious. <laughs> you 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 can write a play and have and have a script or a line or two in this play that just that's just like a, a complete aha moment mm-hmm. for people who've heard things dancing around this subject for years. But mm-hmm. you say it in a certain way. It's a gift. Yeah. It is a gift. It is a gift. Yeah. Because people know, don't know how to effectively communicate. First of all, that's a gift in itself. Yeah. <laughs> to effectively yeah. get your message across, the intended message of that, and then that person actually receiving your intended message, that is very difficult. <laughs> you know, because I, and that's what, and I'm happy that you said what you said in regards of um, putting everything together, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Because that's what I've been learning this past, I want to say two years. Mm-hmm. I'm learning to consolidate my space. Right, mm-hmm. take things, put them together. Things that I'm a part of, mm-hmm. I put them all together some way, somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, because I find myself years ago being cluttered, mm-hmm. and when you have clutter in your house, you can enjoy it. Right, mm-hmm. you have to consolidate to make room to be able to enjoy. You know, of course, you have a home to enjoy it, to live in it, to have to get mm-hmm. things into it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I find myself trying to be associated and part with so many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wound up feeling like a failure when I couldn't get to those things. Mm-hmm. And then the things that were important, I neglected those things, mm-hmm. <laughs> family and stuff like that, because I was doing so many things. But when it was time for family, it felt like work mm-hmm. because I was so tired doing a whole bunch of stuff, yeah. you know, and I, I learned that if you are the jack of all trades and not a master of one, mm-hmm. um, there will be a lack of appreciation, um, not from you per se, but actually the things that need your time, that is not really getting your time, mm-hmm. my family, but whatever, mm-hmm. um, because I wanted to be a jack of all trades, mm-hmm. right? And not a master of things that are important. So I had to consolidate that space. I, you know, my wife kills me the way I do laundry. Um, I mm-hmm. say that she... She separates clothes like crazy. She puts, you know, whites. Of course, that's cool. Me, I do do white and colors. But she do like the lights, like the hot pinks and one thing and the darks and the other. I, I wash them myself together. But she she kind of mastered how to effectively consolidate things or separate things. They have, of course, an ultimate goal. Um, but I kept trying to, uh, thinking like the way she was thinking. I, I, it would drive me crazy. I'll put this one here, that one there, and then she would just be like, "No, don't do it that way." And I'm like, "Oh my god, mm. bump it! Let me put all everything together." Mm. 
So I started watching Napoleon by myself. Love you, baby. Um, the point is this. <laughs> <laughs> I learned to, as you mentioned, if helping people, I learned to stop being so specific with it. Mm-hmm. Right. If I'm going to be artistic, I can be artistic in writing. I can mm-hmm. be artistic in designing clothes. I can be artistic, you know, and even with the, 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 um, the artistic piece, ministry, bringing messages. So now I have spiritual things mm-hmm. I put. Mm-hmm. So I learned to consolidate the space, put yeah. everything together um, and not just keep it in a bunch of boxes everywhere and not enjoy life. But let's be, let's be honest. Yeah. Now with this consolidation, there has to be, you know, you're talking about clutter and trying to, you know, consolidate all these things together. Let's be honest. In this process, you have to get rid of stuff. Yes. You have to you have to cleanse, you have to declutter, yeah. you have to get rid of things that are not serving you. Yeah. And this is the problem with a lot of us. There's no room for the things that will serve us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because we have too much clutter of the things that don't serve us. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that's people, that's big. Whether it's habits, yeah. whether it's um thoughts. Thank you. Yes. And so, you know, let's be honest. You know, you want to consolidate the things that are important, but there are so many things that are unimportant that we surround ourselves with, Mm -hmm. that we keep in our mind, that we keep in the forefront of our mind, that we keep, you know, in our to-do list. And all these things that are unimportant, Mm -hmm. really. The people that that we keep next to us, the people that we continue to run back to Mm -hmm. or keep close to us. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the first part of consolidating is decluttering. Yeah. You yes. cannot do, de- you cannot consolidate before you cleanse. You have to cleanse, cleanse first. first. Yeah. And a lot of us fall short on that whole cleansing process. We yeah. absolutely do. Yeah. yeah. I, you know what? It's funny. Um, I'm, I'm remembering a time like I used to, you know, and back to a, thinking about a relationship. I'm like, I want a relationship, you know, especially I had a kid and everything like that. I'm like, you know, I'm ready for the the whole marriage so I thought, right? Right. And so I'm praying, God, you send me somebody and you he kept sending Bring me, me a he husband, Lord. And, and, and Lord knows it was it was really t- for me to learn from. But then I real I finally sat down and realized I said, Yes, are you necessarily ready to compromise right now? Have you made space for a husband? Like, exactly. like a real whole yeah, husband? Like all those qualities. Because <laughs> I had to start thinking, like, all right, so you want a husband, but are you ready to be a wife, right? Right. And I was like, no. I'm Are really you ready not. to share your space? Yeah, exactly. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and I and and once I finally sat down with myself and said, okay, yes, just wait until you're ready. Enjoy, just enjoy what you have. It was I was able to do that. So now, when I'm in a relationship, yes, I'm ready to compromise. I'm ready to you know combine to organ. You know, like to to just be a wife. Yeah. Whereas I wasn't ready before, and I swore I was, but yet I didn't have, I didn't, I didn't, I was not even trying to make the room for all the qualities a wife needed. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I want that, but I'm not compromising. I want that, but I'm gonna do it things my way, and that's just yeah. not how it's gonna work at all. Yeah, I want a man, but I don't want to share my, my my finances. Exactly. I don't want to split this. I don't want to. No. That's really what that was the number one thing. <laughs> when I was ready to share finances, I was like, Yeah, yeah, you, you did. <laughs> you really did. Because that, that's one of my things. That's my thing. Like, ooh, my money is, you know? But you know, once I realized, All right, you know, I can share my finances. It's cool. We, we got this. <laughs> I'm, ready I'm like, for All right, ready look for at you. Like, I still kind of trip sometimes. You know what I mean? I'm like, God, please. It's like, ooh, I'm so actually ready. ready to be a wife. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Listen. Pour into you even when you don't have you know what I mean like that that's work you know but I'm ready to put in that work it's a lot man because when we ask especially when we ask for godly things not especially with God but we always ask for godly things mm-hmm. godly relationships godly ventures godly whatever mm-hmm. um, it requires space you have to be prepared for that yeah um, because a, a lot of times we ask God to give us what we want mm-hmm. right um, I call it the sugary stuff, right? As a kid, we want all the sugar. We want the vegetables. We want none of that stuff. We want the sugary stuff. We don't mm-hmm. want the stuff that actually helps us to live. Yeah. Um, but when when God comes in, He doesn't come partially in. He comes fully in. And He is an ironic God. I tell and you. I'm trying to tell you. And when you, especially with relationships, mm-hmm. right? Um, we want the perfect companion. For real, just perfectly boxed. Right. But. <laughs> In regards of puzzle pieces, if the piece is all the exact same, they won't fit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So God is going to give us someone that complements us. Mm-hmm. So the little 
the little peg there. We want we want the somebody that's perfect for us. So we want the same peg. Yep. Right. But no, God gives you that person that kind of opens you up. They have the peg, you have the opening type mm-hmm. thing, right? And it's not exactly what we want, but it fits. It, it fits, yeah. right? It, it, it perfectly too, right? You know what? A lot of us, we know what we want, what, what we want, and we ask God what we for what we want. But what we neglect to do is to ask God to make us who we need to be yes. mm-hmm. in order to get what we want. Yes. You know? And that's so Make me important. who I need to be in order to receive wow. what I want. That's a prayer, right? Say it again uh, one more time. Lord God. <laughs> in the name. In the name of Jesus. Make me who I need, need to, to be in order to receive what I want. Wow. Yeah. And that is, is deep because he will do it. And I and I feel like it won't be comfortable. It won't be easy. No, no, it won't won't. be comfy. Yes, for real, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt your feelings. Gonna make you mad. Yes, make you sad. Make you give up things. Make you lonely. Make you all those things. Mm -hmm. Make you doubt yourself. Make you, you know, push you to places to places that you've never been before. Make you try things and do things that you're scared to do. Make you let go of people that you really want to hold on to. Make you lonely. Make your space empty. Mm -hmm. But it's where you need to be to receive what you want. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Let me tell you, I used to, um, a lot of the times, I'd be like, God, I just, I'm praying for strength. You know, because I'm thinking my strength wasn't enough. Child, listen, you know how many times he's given me something that allowed me for my strength to grow. Yes. It doesn't mean that, like you said, it wasn't nothing, no sugary stuff. Let me tell you something. It was stuff that literally I thought would break me. But then I now Mm -hmm. can look at it like, you know what? Because... That didn't break me. It literally made me stronger. And yeah. I know that's so such yeah. a, a statement that, you know, yeah. we, we, but it's the truth. It didn't you break you, I mean? but how did it make you stronger? How did it make you stronger? It made you know yourself better. Yeah. Yes. It made you make better decisions. Yep. It made you a better arbiter of what is right, right. and yep. wrong yeah. for yep. you. Yep. And then it made, what, it made me realize, too, that God is, he's there. <laughs> he's there. He listened to me. Yes. And then I could turn around. As I propel in my life and say, you know what? The moment in which I thought I couldn't get past, I passed that times 20. Times 20. Yes. Yes. So how could I ever feel like God will forsake me? He's shown me over and over and over again. He will be there. He will meet me where I am. And he will give me the things that I need. Which is how I came to start praying for others. Because I'm like, I am full. <laughs> so if you Amen. do give me more, you give me more, thank you. And I'm going to try to use it and utilize it. Because he, know, he knows. And, and, and I feel like I finally understand my purpose. So it's like now the gifts that he do bestow upon me, I will be able to share. Whatever form that comes into. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. he wants, God wants to make us complete. Yeah. Um, I was watching one of my favorite movies is Rocky. For those who don't know. For real? I love Rocky. All of them. Every single one. Hey, yo, Adrian. Yeah. Hey, really? <laughs> so, Rocky 2. Mm-hmm. Okay. His trainer. That. Yeah, with Mr. T. His, uh, no, Rocky 3. I'm sorry, Rocky 3. His trainer died. Mm-hmm. And he was just, he got beat up real bad, jacked up. Now, Rocky, he was the champion. You know, Rocky was in the, he was in the deli beating up the, the cow's ribs and all the stuff like that. And <laughs> doing all this crazy drinking the eggs in the morning and running. And so his friend Apollo Creed was like, after he got beat up real bad, mm-hmm. he says, um, he started having Rocky, he started training in his black club, black boxing club, right? Mm-hmm. He learned to get his feet together. Then he took him out swimming, mm-hmm. right? He was out of breath, couldn't take it. Then he put him running on the sand, mm-hmm. couldn't take it, couldn't handle it. And so his wife was like, why do you have him, why do you have him doing this stuff? He said, Rocky has to learn to work out muscles he never used before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's used to punching the deli, punching the ribs, and, and taking a bunch of shots and stuff like that. But now he's ha- he has to utilize muscles with swimming and running on the sand that he's never utilized before. And when it comes to God completing us, he will challenge and develop those muscles, those spiritual muscles that you've never used mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. If you have an issue with your prayer life, issue with your faith, if you issue with forgiveness, issue with um, compromising things for the better good, right? Because some of us don't like to compromise things that make us uncomfortable. Yep. But if it helps the overall relationship or the overall movement, God will challenge those things yeah. for the better good of the relationship. Some of it might be having joint bank accounts or, <laughs> you know, coming into my house. You know what I mean? Those yeah. type of things. Yeah. 
he challenges those things. Because at one point we were strong, but then there's going to be a battle that we need a whole different regiment to deal with. Mm-hmm. And we get challenged in those times, those seasons of weaknesses. God challenges to make a, a complete fighter, mm-hmm. a complete champion, a complete child. Mm-hmm. But when we have those lingering issues, um, then we're going to always lose. Mm-hmm. We're going to always be at a, at a certain place. Yeah. We're going to always be, you know, um, at the area of or that one stage of not, you know, not going higher. Just at that one place because we're not challenging those weaknesses. Yeah. And relationships does do do, do that um you know it struggles in our childhood do that if we don't oh my deal with yeah. those weaknesses mm. we're going to continue fighting rocky didn't retire he kept on fighting he just lost <laughs> kept getting beat up his face is all like meat every movie yeah, yeah. he was a good fighter he was strong but he wasn't tactical yeah and his wife was always going crazy on the side, like, yo, throw the towel in, throw the towel in. And I'm like, yo, man, uh, you got to learn how to duck. You got to learn how to jab. You got to learn how to move. You got to use muscles that you never used before. You're so different, Pastor. I'm trying to tell you, I, I love Rocky. I'm saying. <laughs> love Rocky. Right. Man, for real. I, listen, you broke, you broke it all the way down, I can tell you that. A Rocky movie. And those are the relationships... That we need but don't actually want. Because it challenges us. Because it challenges us. But you know what too? People have to feel... People have to start getting comfortable with being self-reflective. Because that deals with taking accountability. And then also if you don't reflect like things like you said, your past. You know what I mean? If you just ignore it and think it's just never going to come back again. Yeah. It will blow right up in your face. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of times we think that we've healed from something and we've just forced ourselves to forget. Yep, yeah. honestly. Yep. So, what are the things, counselor? What are ah! the things? What? How does a person? What are the questions a person asks themselves in order to really face something that they haven't faced, or something that introspection mm-hmm. that they really have to, you know, especially people who don't realize that they're holding themselves back, that they are the imbalance in their lives. It is, is layers to this because it does matter the, who the person is and how they think. Okay. Thoughts are very important. If you are a person that holds on to a lot of negative self-talk and just negativity, period, you won't really ever get a chance to see the the glass being half full. You're always going to see it half empty. Well, you know, you know I don't really there. participate in negative self-talk, but there's this voice in my head. <laughs> If, I don't think I'm talking. You know, I hear stuff and it's negative. Okay. And it says bad stuff. And so, and 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 what you have to do is, or what I would suggest is, you literally you confront it. So I and I know it sounds crazy because it's like you sitting here talking to yourself, and, and that's fine. Okay. I talk to myself all the time. And I don't I think there's back. anything wrong with talking to yourself. Oh no, I answer back. I, 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 I don't think too. there's anything wrong with answering. Yeah. Now, when you start disagreeing with the answer, that's a problem. Well, no, I'm I say that. But, I do that. Oh I, yeah. I turn the music down to hear myself louder. Child, listen. I what I say? I was like, <laughs> I, I turned the music down. Like, and you know, she had the that. I, I was like. Yeah, Hold on, let me turn down here what I just said. I'm talking to my own thoughts out loud. You know what I mean? Like, what is wrong? You know what I mean? Like, but that, that, but the, honestly, that little voice, because I that little voice used to deal with me too, right? And, and it'd be like, wait, first of all, I'd be like, where did you even come from? I had to pray against that because I thought I was schizophrenic. No lie. Like, I'm like, because I just didn't understand because it was evil. It used to say some mean stuff. And I'm like, God, that ain't me. I ain't saying that. Don't we say the meanest, meanest things to ourselves, things that we would never, ever say to another human being exactly. on the face of the earth. Yep. Yeah. Yet we say them to ourselves yeah. daily, yes. even hourly. Yes. We say them all the yes. times and you would never ever fix your lips to say that to somebody else because it's so mean at all all. and it's the voices that's in our head all day and so that's why you have to make a a conscious effort to say you know what i'm not going to keep doing this it's not obviously it's not working and it's tripping me out so i was like all right well i the only thing i can do is because i don't i can't take talk to a a, uh i didn't i I wasn't at that point where i was like all right i need to see a psychiatrist i said well i'm gonna go to god because this is in that in that part of my life i was just like look i'm bringing everything to god everything if i keep stumping that same toe god i'm praying over this toe because you know everything literally Mm -hmm. if i feel like i'm challenging myself like god i need you yeah you know 
And I realized the, the voice kept getting lower, but his voice started getting higher. Amen. You know, yes. like, I mean, it was dope because it's like, wow. And then as you, I'm reflecting like, okay, boom, it worked. Mm-hmm. So let me start putting that into, like you, like, it's almost like you have to literally keep reviewing you and yourself every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally. All right. So yesterday, did this work? Okay. It didn't work. Let me try something different, mm-hmm. but you can't forget that you can't, you know what I mean? Like that, that has to be your focus. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you have to, if, if you want to make true changes in your life, make that your focus and, and, and concentrate on that. Be, uh, be accountable, be reflective, not just for yourself, but for others around you. Yeah. You know, those things are so important. So, so very important. And I think speaking to God is a major one. Yeah. Um, I, I think what, what, when we when we read the word of God and you hear things like you're blessed and wonderfully made mm-hmm. and you're in the image of God, mm-hmm. that's our starting point. Yep. Right. Um, then we go into life trying to reinforce what that starting point is, mm-hmm. right? But it's hard because sometimes the starting point, knowing that we're created in the image of we in the image of God and we're blessed and we're wonderfully made and things of that nature, when we fail or don't achieve and don't mm-hmm. succeed, mm-hmm. Um, that seems like a lie, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but what what's the standard of what the image of God is? Right. What is the standard of blessed and wonderfully made? Too mm-hmm. blessed to be stressed. If you, if you get what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's saying even if I make mistakes or fail, mm-hmm. I'm still wonderfully made. It's already established. Mm-hmm. I'm in his image, mm-hmm. not wonderfully making <laughs> or in the process of being. No, it says I'm wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. I'm in his image. So in other words, no matter what I do in this journey, and it takes time. It does take time. Um, to really echo those sentiments versus speak someone else's commentary on, or even our own commentary on us. Mm-hmm. Um, the starting point is we're in his image and that we're wonderfully made. But I think it's important also that we don't just speak these words yes. and don't actually act them. Yes. 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 Because the problem is a lot of us will cons- will say these words, but not... Um, um, but not emulate them and, and act them out in our lives. So yeah. there, you know, we make space with our words and you know with, with our mouth and with our prayers yeah. for God to come in. But we actually don't leave space for God to to, to, to work and to act yes. in our lives because all that space is taken up. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it was we fill every single free moment with TV or the phone or the this or the that or um, or another person, we fill every we fill every available space with a with a human being, another person, a male, a, a partner, a companion, a gossip, somebody to talk on the phone with, somewhere to go. You know, mm-hmm. you know the thing is that you know we. Um, Verbally say we want God to come into our lives, yeah. but we don't actively make space for Him. Wow. Yeah. We, don't, we, we, we fill up every quiet moment with something. Yes. You know, every spare moment, every, every, every moment when we're alone, we, we find someone to fill it. Yeah. You know, we say we want to hear from God, but are we ever sitting quiet long enough to hear? Exactly. Yeah. Wow. We got to be consistent in what we ask for and we can't contradict because how dare I here and tell you something that I'm not going to do myself. Mm-hmm. Even with parenting. Mm-hmm. How I'm going to tell my child, you do it this way, but I'm going to do it another way. Yeah. That don't, yeah. It makes absolutely no sense. And, and people don't realize when they set their child up like that, and then later, their child is one of those sayers and, no, and not a doer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You got to say and do. And mm-hmm. you have to be consistent in with, with it. Mm-hmm. If you want your, your life to be changed by God understanding that it, it's difficult, mm-hmm. but be consistent and understand that it's going to come with fault and be it's con- okay. Be consistent in the difficult times. Yes. yes. Be consistent in the Don't difficulty. Just be, oh, okay. God bless me. Oh, I'm yeah. going to forget God tomorrow because I'm struggling. Or I'm going to forget God because he, 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 because he I'm removes, lonely, because yeah, I'm lonely. Or he removes something that ain't supposed to be for me in the first place. Yeah. He helping you out. He's still blessing you even when you're mad at him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Even when. Yeah. That's see, yeah. that's the amazing part of grace. Yeah. And people Even don't win. Yeah, we forget mm-hmm. God because of we're lonely because we want to do something fun because we're bored. Or we because... thought we heard God say, Oh, well, that was the person for you. No, he didn't say that, but he allowed <laughs> you to have it because he needed to show you pain in, in, in some instances. So maybe you won't go down that road again and you will lean on him fully. But I'ma just we gonna, we nah, gonna you listen. We, it's never enough. No, 
enough time. <laughs> Don't Never say that because that's how we got the pandemic. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, God, we thank you. And remember, the space that you make should echo <laughs> what God has said about your life. Yes. If, if anything in your temple, in your life, does not echo what God says about you, it needs to be removed. Yes. Friends, vices, yes. families, relationship, yes. Yes. it does not echo what God says about you. It needs to go. Set in that space. Mm-hmm. So, guys, we thank you for listening. Yes, God bless you. you. We, we love you. you. Uh, Until next time. Until yes. next time.